Shut up and sit down. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another great episode of the Not A Real Veteran podcast. How's it going, King Yingling? Uh, it's going good, man. How are you? Good. Is there anything like extra catchy or special about this name, or is it just the fact that you're Yingling and you're King? Yeah. Well, is there, did you say there's Yingling and okay? I'm not sure, but I know it's in Arkansas. Yeah, what it's in Arkansas, about? and it's in Texas now. And it was actually really heartbreaking because they said they were expanding and there was like uh, five possible states it was going to. And Oklahoma was one of them. And uh, they did not pick us, but they're brewing in Fort Worth. So it's uh, all too easy to get if you're in southern Oklahoma. And if they're brewing in Fort Worth, I don't know if that means they will distribute up here. Um, I quit drinking several months ago, so I honestly don't know. But uh, you Did you really quit drinking? drinking? I quit drinking. I didn't know that. Entirely. Yeah, entirely. Uh, man, it makes me sick these days, uh, and I'm not entirely sure what's up with that, but uh, it really does. Well, good for you. Man, did Life you know you were without AirPods? Oh, I did not realize I was without AirPods. Thanks, man. Hold on. I'm here for you. You're a good guy. We have an awesome episode planned for everybody tonight, though. Should we tell them who's on, or do you want to keep it a secret? Oh, it'll be well. I mean, it's in the description. Uh, how's my wow. audio, by the way? I moved the microphone away a little bit. Can you still hear me perfectly fine? Perfectly fine, man. All right, very good. But yeah, I'm excited about this one too. So we've got the one and only Ben Weir, who is national organizer for the Veteran Caucus, Animesis organizer, or we'll ask him when he gets here. But he's a big part of Mises in California and part of the California LP and. uh we're pumped to have him. So without further ado, welcome, Ben. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Oh, you know. Super good. I'm sorry for missing the pre-show. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, I'm just sitting in here, uh, this here hotel room with the lovely wallpaper behind me. Because <laughs> I'm in uh, currently in New Hampshire. I'm going to go to their convention on Saturday. So uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be pretty fun. Um but yeah, what are you guys up to? Just is there a? Uh, I'm not doing nothing, man. <laughs> Brax, anything cool? Um, I was getting ready to do some ad reads. That's a good thing. But first, I want to ask uh, Ben: Is it like a secret about why you're in New Hampshire? Or he's going to the convention. Office? He's yeah. going to the yeah, convention. I, I'm gonna literally bomb their convention. Like not like bomb their convention. Like 
photobomb like i'm gonna crash their convention photobomb all their pictures and like i'm gonna be that guy that's in every group uh photo in the yearbook that's gonna be me it's awesome so it's a it's definitely a secret ploy like i just want to get some attention you know so. Man, I didn't know you oh, were yeah. going to their convention. We would have hooked you up with uh, some LPVC stuff, and you could have crashed one of their tables and literally taken over. I actually, uh, so like, I actually just printed out a bunch of business cards. So I'm picking them up tomorrow, and I'll be able to grab some. It has like the our link tree on it to send people to the vet caucus and stuff. Hell yeah, dude! That's Damn, awesome. You're beautiful. Yeah, we need to get some stuff standardized, and maybe we can keep. I've seen companies do this, but, you know, they keep, like, marketing standards. So they'll have, like, a door hanger standard, uh, you know, poster card standard, and then they keep it all in, like, a Google Drive, and you can send it to any printer service and have them make it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get that kind of thing produced at some point. Yeah, I'm going to get some printed for Michael Lima, too. Um, I think the design came out pretty good. I just used our new logos, so. Hell, yeah, um, dude, send it to me. I want to see what that looks like. That's awesome. I will. I'll send it to you guys, yeah. It's, it's pretty nifty. <laughs> but Well, we should do ad reads before we get fired from our own podcast. So, <laughs> man, I'm sorry you have to be here for these. We didn't plan on this exactly. I brought you in too early, but you're good. By the like, way, uh, y'all's intro is really cool. Like, there's this thing that sounds like a hammer is hitting something. It's like I don't know if like you ever recognized it, but it always reminds me of like uh, like cowbell. Like you got to have more cowbell. Mm-hmm. And oh, I just yeah. picture Will Ferrell going. Bang, bang, bang. Every time I listen to it. So I think that's what Chris is going for. <laughs> All right. Exactly, exactly that. Always going to be stuck in my head now whenever I hear that. All right. We got Tom Queter for State Senate in New York. There's no Quentin Queter. You can find him at tomfor52.com. That's T O M F O R 52.com. Crowned by Gold, which of course is book three of the Royal Green series by Jack Casey. Um, the next best libertarian novel since, uh, maybe Atlas Shrugged or the Fountainhead. And, uh, the great thing about the Rural Green series is you can get it on, uh, paperback or amazon.com for your Kindle. And, uh, that way is especially economical and affordable. However, having the actual book in your hand, some people just prefer that, but, uh, bootleg says there's so many practical uses for it. He uses his as a multi-tool. Um, so, <laughs> uh, whichever uh, medium you choose, just as long as you buy it, uh, you're good. Exactly. And you can follow the Alaskan Raven at Slick Crow for all of your meme needs. They will make you the greatest memes you've ever seen in your life. James Toyer for Kentucky. Um, he's running for office, and you can vote for him. If you live in Kentucky, if you don't live in Kentucky, you can still check out his website, follow his campaign, contribute to his campaign, and uh, he puts people over politics. So uh, what a wholesome guy he is out of KY. That's a great notion to put people over politics. That's a great idea. I love it. I love it. And don't forget to go to redemptiontactical.com and use our link to get yourself a nice discount and let them know that we sent you. Redemption Tactical has tons of tactical things, vests, plates, plate carriers, ballistic helmets. I mean, everything you need to combat your neighbors or whoever you decide to fight. All right. That was not too bad. Man, speaking of tactical, um, Ben, like I said, it's in the description, but Ben was uh, in the Army. 
And but I don't remember Ben. Did you start off as a Cav Scout and then change your MOS to an MP, or was it the other way around? Oh, I know you- <laughs> no, the thing. So what happened was, is I I was actually just like so proficient in Boy Scouts, they just promoted me straight to infantry. So really, like they were just like skip the badges, dude. You're going to fucking Fort Benning. That's all. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was eleven Bravo the whole time. So eleven Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, I'm going to be spending my entire tax return on that website using y'all's link. So, uh, you know, I definitely need to stock up on some plates. What a great <laughs> guest. Oh, exactly. With, for yeah. when you're bombing the uh, LPNH New Hampshire. Crashing. We can't say that. I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> We're kidding. We're kidding. Not unless you're yeah. a CIA person. Then I am yeah. probably. <laughs> probably. So tell me, tell me about your shirt, what that means to you. Honestly, it doesn't really mean shit. Uh, they're the threepers. Uh, I prefer, you know, privatized militias, you know, and like, you know, I think that that's um, the way our country was meant to defend itself. So um, I'm all for like, you know, private militias. You know, I got this shirt because I wanted to have it. It was back. I was actually considering like being a part with the threepers at one point. And then I was like, so the people that I was like talking to, they just were kind of like a joke entirely. And most of them were like hardcore, like Trump train QAnon crazies. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, count me out, dudes. Like you guys are like way out of touch with reality. So like, I'm not trying to like actually like, you know, go and I don't know. I, we're not like having violence inflicted upon us. So I'm not out here going to talk about like inflicting violence on other people. That's just crazy shit. So, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So uh, that's cool. But I'm the, uh, like, the meaning behind that. the 3% is still, Oh yeah. Ahead, Sorry Tell guys. Uh, connections, connections all crazy. I don't know whose fault it is, but I was just going to say the meaning, the significance of the 3% is still solid. Even, Take the threepers, oathpers, uh, all the larpers, all out of it. It's still completely legitimate. Exactly, man. Like I love Absolutely. the symbol, and I don't think that it has anything to do with the organization itself. And also, there's probably no. some good people in that organization. We there need are. like a libertarian version of the three percenters to be like our three percenters, where you know they're ideologically pure or at least somewhat on board. Yeah, um, totally. And actually, I think that's like a a good thing. I was actually talking to a bunch of people in California about having like. I guess like a Liberty militia, we would just hang out, shoot guns and like do tactical fun shit in the woods where, you know, we can shoot our California compliant AR 15s. (laughs) Lottery loading man for an AR 15. (laughs) Yeah, man. 10 rounds though. Wait, no, that got overturned, didn't it? No, it didn't. It's still, they're going to be fighting that thing in the Supreme court for the next two years, man. Yeah, probably. um, Yeah. It's uh, hopefully, Hopefully they can overturn that shit, but I I really don't like I'm not optimistic about it. We're talking about California, like su- supposedly Larry Elder was supposed to do well in the recall election that they just had, and he just got obliterated. Like Gavin Newsom got like damn near seventy percent of the recall vote, <laughs> and uh, like it doesn't help that there's like four hundred thousand people leaving California every single year trying to get That's out of it commie ways you know what i mean so seriously um, like literally like my hope for politics is very black-pilled like i i want a white pill there but like i just it's super pessimistic that's why i'm an anarchist anyway so yeah um, 
I don't like to the play the part. Emo and cap at that with the color black. The emo and cap, yeah. Paint it black. Twitter uh, handle. Great Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I think Dude. I think that the way that uh, I think about it is I don't want to accept living in any other reality besides one where we set the world free. So I just refuse to accept any other. And as long as I still have tomorrow, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fighting for it and believing in it, you know. But Definitely. someday they might kill me. Well, happen. you know, speaking of, um, and I say this all the time, but while we like to make fun of California, and that's all well and good, we should continue to do that. Um, everybody's so nationalist and statist that, you know, ideally, I would want California to be as communist as they would like. Yeah. And uh, they should open their borders, they should provide free health care to everybody, and they should provide free education to everybody and see how it works out because that's America. And if their neighbors, you know, Arizona, if they want to have completely closed borders and end welfare and all that, I mean, we should uh, not argue about that. I mean, I guess, like I said, it's all fair game to make fun of them. And it is a little bit different if you're living there, but uh, no, dude, that is my libertarian. Well, yeah, that's one of my libertarian wet dreams is even if uh, we don't live in a completely anarchist society, because starting off uh, into libertarianism, I was much more of a minarchist. I've, uh, shifted way over to anarchism but uh at the very least we should have just a separation of the states and let all the states do their own thing and, and that's so instead the thing. Of- yeah like uh, you know especially like you know like let's say society does collapse things are decentralized as possible who gives a fuck if la wants to pay for everything and like force their citizens to be a commune essentially you know like i don't think la like you know even smaller than LA. We're talking like Chad type shit that happened in Oregon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if they want to have their own little community and do their own little stuff, let them do it. Like, let's see if it works for them, whatever they voluntarily, you know, opted into that. I'm not going to do that. Let me go like live in the woods with my guns and use like specks of gold as currency. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like on uh, Rick and Morty. We're going to be like, on that note, like a decentralization, you know, like I'm hopefully um, at some point, not like maybe not total secession of California, but at least splitting it up would get put on the table. So um, I'm really hoping that uh, eventually they'll split that state up a little bit. You know, I, I can, I can pray for total secession, but um given our current state of the country, I don't see it happening unless there's a total collapse of society. So, but how crazy is about is like just localism in general, pretty much exactly what you're talking about, Ben, and exactly what you're talking about, Braxton, just, this needs to be a regular conversation for libertarians. It's like, we're saying that at every level, if people want to divide, if they want to make power closer to the individual, they should be allowed to, whether it's dividing a state, a County, a municipality, doesn't matter or, or America. Um, yeah, and not only is it good for ideological reasons or moral reasons, it's the right thing to do to give people that freedom and that power, but it's also good practically because that basically makes our continent like a big experiment of what the best kind of systems and structures are and solutions are. So then we can look at every single government in America and see the way they're trying to solve things and see who's doing it the best. Um, and if it's free market capitalism for government. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's no such thing as a, a one size fits all for everybody. What works for me is not going to work for somebody else. And like, it's really time for Americans in general on whatever 
side of the aisle you fall on, wherever you're at. Like we need to come to grips with that. Like not everyone's going to agree all the time. Not everyone's going to believe the same shit, but if you want to like go like, you know, live in a small society with people who all believe exactly the same things as you go ahead, go ahead. What should be stopped? The only thing that's stopping you right now is the government from allowing it to happen. So exactly. You have to be part of their game. Can't make your own. Yeah, unfortunately. So Ben, what have you been doing in uh so okay, are, I just don't know what we can talk about. Why are you going to the LP New Hampshire convention? Uh just because uh it was so interesting last year. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really uh, why? Yes. Uh, are was, you hoping uh, to see Nick Sarwark get noted twice? I want to see Nick Sarwark get noted. I want to see Jackie Perry get expelled from the entire chapter and thrown out of the LP, which there's no expelling. He's like libertarian bingo. I love this. <laughs> I, I want, dude, like, um, I want Karen Ann Harlos to uh, donate locks of hair to Jackie Perry so she can put a spell on her. And, uh, you know, like, it just, I'm ex- I think it's going to be a good weekend. There's a lot, a lot of really cool um, people here, like, um, I visited New Hampshire in December, um, and there's like Liberty events, like two or three of them every single day of the year here. Um, it's absolutely crazy. There's like a big calendar up on the uh, Free State Project website, and like literally every day, there's like three or four things you can go do. Like go to a meetup, go to like a social, like a, a Liberty and cigars or a brewery, and go hang out with people that are like minded really cool shit like their small meetups have like 20 to 25 people showing up to them that's awesome yeah like it's it's crazy that's where the whole country is headed that's where this movement's headed it's gonna get crowded. absolutely yeah and and i mean uh new hampshire the libertarian party is like you know a lot of them are like mises caucus folks that i'm getting along with but like for the most part even like the people who don't affiliate with caucuses at all like we're all on the same page ron paul libertarianism like what libertarian is supposed to be there's only a small handful of people up here that are really like combat like combative about that and like just being ignorant and flat out stupid with what they say and what they're doing and like you know it's the sarwarks it's the jackie perry's shit like that and uh i'm i think there's going to be more um crying after this convention but i don't think that it's going to be a situation like last year where they basically like the chair ended up just trying to create her own LP affiliation up here and um, just disband all, it. The, all the like shady shit that JBH was pulling. And <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's going to be a thing this time, obviously. So JBH is gone. So I hope that's never a thing again. It's just sad that, you know, I think Dude. we posted something on the veteran caucus about it, but like libertarians need to respect like the rule of law and the restraint of a system, you know, basically how is it not, you know, tyranny if you're just taking something yeah. over without I mean, like, people. Libertarians are like so autistic and like attached to bylaws and R-O-N-R. And like, if we're going to be attached to that, we have to listen to what we sign up for. Like if we, if we consent to that, if we want to be a part of something that has bylaws, then like we voluntarily did that. So we should listen to it. Like, yeah. you know, they just yeah. had an issue in uh, Delaware with, um, you know, a similar thing to New Hampshire happened there. Like literally it's being debated about right now, like LP Massachusetts, freaking, they tried to hold a special election and 
the chair and, and their XCOM literally kicked out 47 members. Most of them were like Mises Caucus or not affiliated, uh, but they're, you know, uh, and then the next day their chair steps down from her position to try to avoid getting in trouble. Like, you know, this, this shit's going to happen until it doesn't. And when it doesn't, it's because, you know, Angela's going to be the chair next year and shit's going to go flowing great after uh, we get the right messaging out there. The people who are having a problem with it, they're going to see themselves out. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. my hope at least. So, I think you're probably right. I think that's accurate. Are you going to a national? Yeah, definitely. I'll be at national. I'm going to go to uh, California's convention is in uh, like a month. And I was actually hoping I could make it to part of Connecticut's convention, which is actually happening this weekend as well. Nice, bro. Um, they've got Scott Horton, Dave Smith, and Angela all speaking over there. The problem is that it's uh, there's a huge winter storm coming through New Hampshire. They're supposed to get like 16 to 20 inches apparently on Saturday, which is oh, like, shit. yeah. So we'll see. I might even get stuck here. I don't know. That'd be cool. I mean, that would suck, but it'd be cool too. Yeah. <laughs> But. Braxton, where are you standing on nationals so far? Um, negatory. I'm not going to be at nationals. Um, just unless you know the caucus has like a real, 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 real presence there, and then of course I'd love to go and help. But uh, uh, barring that, I won't go to nationals this year. I bet next year we'll have a really big presence there. Mm-hmm. Next Absolutely. year we're gonna, all going to walk in with matching like fucking shirts and fucking. Mm-hmm. A flag and shit. It's gonna be awesome. Not like the Olympics opening ceremony. And not Dude, boots, right? <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's up for debate, but I can basically I can recreate a better looking version of Air Force Blues. You know what? Um I and I think I think you're right. I think next year we'll have a pretty strong presence at the uh at the convention just based on the growth of just even like our Discord channel. It's been off the hook you know what i mean mm-hmm. like our facebook stuff is going up like definitely getting more recognized across the board so mm-hmm. seriously man thank you guys seriously ben since you guys have come on it's been a whole different level of everything i and... wouldn't thank me for social media stuff though man like i'm like definitely behind the scenes just talking to people but like i suck at social media even on my own page you know it gets me into trouble too much so i've had too many accounts new that try to not say things that are going to get me permanently kicked <laughs> off and lose contact uh, with hella people you know what i mean so well, you did yeah. bring adam kokesh to clubhouse so that's a social true. media w for you true that <laughs> was that was awesome <laughs> that was fun that was cool he's a good guy yeah for sure very um so i want to answer this 40. question from a viewer calvin wants to know why we don't become independents um because calvin libertarianism is a oh i accidentally blocked him i didn't shit <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Come back. How <laughs> dare you ask us that? <laughs> Gulag. Yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> libertarianism like is not just about. Or... Say what? He's probably like refreshing his page, like, where did it go? Seriously. <laughs> well, now I can't answer him, but I'll answer everybody else. Libertarianism is more than just politics, unlike being an independent. It's actually a philosophy to change culture and change the way you live and change the world. So. That's why we're not independents. That's why we're libertarians. We use politics to tell you about our philosophy, not politics for politics sake. It is like very paradoxical um, because, I mean, obviously like in game, we all would be 
independent, but I mean, the Libertarian Party is the infrastructure for liberty through the white-pilled means. So that's, guess, that's guess, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The Libertarian Party is for kind of white-pilled people, but um, eventually, you know, maybe there wouldn't be a need for it. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I lean more anarchy these days, but I've still never, ever seen anything that, you know, like you see the discussions on Facebook, I've never seen anything that made me want to leave the Libertarian Party. I mean, it still is a political organization comprised of people, so it's not perfect, but um, I've not seen anything close to as good. So uh, what's the argument here? What we talk about more is about elections and how, how political parties are published on government ballots. And so I don't think that there's anything unlibertarian about political parties, like being the libertarian party. It's a voluntary organization. We're all passionate about it. We all agree to be here and do these things. Nobody's forcing us. It's all legal. Um, but I think the problem is when a city or state or federal election decides to put libertarian, Democrat, Republican next to people's names, it first of all, it's basically like the government endorsing private organizations. Because that guy might also belong to the Boy Scouts and a church, but they don't list that shit, only their political party. That's not really that relevant in an election. And not only is it wrong, it lets people be lazy and not do any research on candidates. They just vote straight party and have no idea who the hell they're voting for. It basically lets a private organization like the GOP, the DNC, the LP rule our fucking country. Dude, imagine if they didn't put party affiliations on a national ballot. Just imagine that. Like, think back, like, pre-Abe Lincoln when, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I feel like after Lincoln, like, things started to get more, like, super hyper-partisan where there was only, like, two parties really controlling everything. Before that, like, mm-hmm. there were some close races, man. Like, you know, they were talking, like, you know, 30% to 25% to 20% to 15%. Like, there was a bunch of people running, you know. Uh-huh. But, like, dude, if you don't put down, like, your party affiliation, if it, if it like, was not on that at all. Like California, they don't even put party affiliation down for uh, a lot of the local races because it's just it's not necessary. And that's how um, hopefully people like Michael Lima get elected is, you know, because like he goes they go off of his merit and what they've learned about him or what they've seen about him, you know, through advertising and stuff. And they don't just straight vote Democrat because he's so close to San Francisco, you know, but yeah, um, Dude, honestly, we might just be one or two uh, presidential elections away from the two big parties kind of imploding on themselves. Um, it's not talked about as much anymore, but, uh, dude, I want Trump to start the Patriot Party so bad. You know what I mean? That would be the end of the GOP. And then with the Democrats, um, with their uh, socialist followers, the ones who are all uh, enamored by the crew or whatever the socialists call themselves, the Bernie Sanders uh, AOC crowd, um, Elon Omar, he looks like those, you know, those people could potentially implode. And even the ones that aren't uh, super socialist, there are not very many Democrats that are happy with the current administration, you know, Biden Harris. So um, it's actually shaping up to be that way. We might start seeing more parties on the ballots uh, sooner rather than later. That'd be crazy if they started. Like, like, uh... Oh, my bad, Ben. Go ahead, man. I was just to say, could you imagine seeing like uh, um, like the Democrats and Republicans just splitting off into two parties? We'd have like a, a Bernie Sanders would get one more shot before he dies with AOC as his vice chair or, or VP. And then you'd have like probably um, freaking like, you know, more middle of the road, like a Nancy Pelosi 
as their actual front runner on the Michelle Democrat Obama. actual party. Yeah, Michelle Obama is the vice president. No. And then you have freaking uh, Mitt Romney and Mark Rubio and then Donald Trump over here with fucking um, Liz Cheney or some bullshit. It'd be bad. <laughs> It'd be ugly. Be you say that, we say it like it's crazy, but it's going to happen. It's not like crazy. Donald Trump got elected for the love of God. Like anything can happen. This, this world is a cartoon. We're living in a simulation. Surely. I hope. I hope that's the explanation for this. But, um, <laughs> so, Ben, what is your role in the Mises Caucus? And did Mises get you into the LP or did the LP get you into Mises? No. So I've actually, well, I've been a libertarian for like a long time. Um, I've never not voted libertarian and I'm 32, like every election I voted L. Um, not that I'm saying like, you know, I really didn't care about voting that much, but, um, you know, I, I've been an L. But uh, so, you know, Ron Paul brought me into the movement, Rothbard. I learned a lot of Rothbard um, when I was in college. And that's kind of when I went more anarcho-capitalist uh, was, you know, back when I was like 20, 21. Um, and then, uh, you know, just progressively, you know, I, I looked into the LP a few times. I just it wasn't something I wanted was very interested in. You know, it wasn't something I like really wanted to like dive in and be a part of, like, at least in terms of like being on a like a board or local voluntary star uh, volunteering and stuff like that um but you know like i wasn't a huge fan of uh, i kind of liked gary johnson hated bill weld freaking and then Damn. you know joe jorgensen comes around and uh you know i really like spike can't really stand too much of joe jorgensen you know she's not really the the face of a movement that's trying to win an election um but, uh, you know, and then going forward, you know, like last year, I kind of had this epiphany of like, if not me, then who, mm. you know, and that's like a pretty common saying, but I was just like, why not try to implement the things I want to do and like try to help get it done instead of just complaining about it on social media or sitting on my ass playing Call of Duty all day, like what's what's the point in complaining if you're not out there actually trying to fix the problems if you're not actually involved and in, you know out there finding volunteers to you know um but so last uh last year i, I signed up to be with the uh, national party uh it was in the middle of the jorgensen campaign and then i became a state member for california um Sacramento has dues as well. So I started, you know, paying dues to my local Sacramento chapter. Um, they reached out to me and I told them like, Hey, if there's anything you need, let me know. I'm definitely interested in helping. And then they're like, well, we need a secretary. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. If that's what the body wants, I will be a secretary after the next election. So they, they did vote me in last March. And um, so I've been the uh, secretary for Libertarian party, of Sacramento. Um, and uh with that, you know, essentially what I've been doing is I take the minutes, obviously, but in addition to that, I, I kind of organize all the events and, uh, uh, you know, get togethers, Liberty meetups up in this area and stuff. So we have like a community potluck to kind of start things off, which was cool. You know, there'd be a good 20 people show up to that. Um, and then I put together, like I had this idea early last year to do like a 9-11 rally um, you know, for the 20th anniversary of 9-11, um, you know, anti-war. I wanted to get some speakers, maybe a musician, um, you know, play some like 
anti-government songs over the loudspeaker PA. And I wanted it to be at the Capitol building. Well, I, like you got like the permit approved somehow um, on, uh, you know, in, in like May or June. And I was like, cool. Well, now that that's out of the way, um, you know, let's find speakers. I ended up getting, you know, Adam Kokesh to come, um, Jeff Hewitt, who was running a gubernatorial campaign to be governor of California. And then Angela McArdle um, also was able to speak. And then I had uh, a musician, Zach Kincaid. He's a member of the Mises Caucus. Uh, he's like a libertarian country singer. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, and then I just put on my most anti-government playlist from Spotify to fill in the blanks. <laughs> um, it got picked up by News to Share. And I think Adam Kokesh's uh, speech that he gave has gotten like definitely tens of thousands of views. I think it was like over 50 or 60 last time I checked. Oh um, yeah. Fantastic speech. Um, we got like, we, I think it was ABC 10, the local Sacramento chapter. I think they picked it up. And then there was also, uh, um, like a online, like a YouTube news channel called, uh, bad news day or slow news day. It's called slow news day that picked it up too. Um, but it, it was a great turned out a great event. Um, in terms of the Mises caucus. Yeah. I, uh, I, I am an organizer for the Mises Caucus in Northern California. Me and Adrian Malagon, we kind of share the Northern Territory, but he's more focused on the Bay Area um, because there's so many more. So Northern California is really spread out anywhere outside of the Bay or outside of the city of Sacramento. So um, I kind of took the 20 counties or whatever it is, the top third of California, essentially. And I'm trying to get something uh, started up here, like for the trying to get counties affiliated. Um, we have like Liberty and beer hangouts all the time. Um, you know, we got actually put together like a shooting day, a day at the range for a couple weeks from now. That's going to be pretty rad. Um, but yeah, I've been uh, like helping as a Mises organizer pretty much since last like February, I believe. And um, yeah, so that's that story. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, thank you for all the freaking work you're doing in the movement. It sounds like you got your hands in a lot of baskets. It sounds like you're staying busy. I'm trying to uh, lower my burdens a little bit for next year, but I don't think it's going to work because uh, every time I try to do less, I end up doing way more because no one's <laughs> really filling in the gap when I stop doing it. <laughs> um, but we'll see how it goes, man. Uh, I think like, you know, Adrian's been doing a great job helping me up here in Northern California. And then, uh, you know, in, ter in terms of Sacramento, I'm probably going to keep like helping them book events and stuff. And um, we just had our business meeting last week. We have an election in April. So um, if the body decides, maybe I'll be secretary again. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, you know, you and Michael aren't the only ones who travel. Uh, Will and I both have been to California many times or multiple times. Many's, you know, it's kind of I, i've word. been many times for certain okay well i've been a few times will's been many times i uh just want to let you guys know i'm sorry by the way i have my work on call phone tonight so if i i'm like checking texts and stuff it's for my work so i apologize if i take a call or something but yeah dude i love california honestly for like the tourism and you know the weather and that's and the mountains and the hills and stuff but that's that's, that's where it ends right <laughs> Yeah, that's where it ends, though. It's well, like it's a beautiful out. state. It's getting ruined, man. Like they're, you know, like they're not managing the forest, so the whole freaking state is burning up every year. Last year they lost over two million acres. Like 
it's insane. And, you know, how can we expect people in L.A. or in San Francisco to know how to deal with or want to deal with problems that are happening on the outskirts far, far away from them where there's no water, where all of our water is actually getting taken down to the big cities to further drinking water? You know, there's other solutions available other than doing that. But, you know, it's just unfortunate. There's a lot of forest mismanagement and uh, the politics are just horrible here. You know, we have like utility monopoly monopolies basically controlling the state out here. Um, it's it's madness. The tax burden here is insane, too, man. I mean, like, uh, you know, like state income tax, I think I'm paying like around 10 percent just for state income tax. But um, uh when it comes to like uh, like house cost, like don't even like get me started. The average house cost last year was seven seventy k, seven hundred seventy k, and this year they're projecting it to go to eight eighty. Oh shit! It's like how the fuck can any first time home buyer go out there and buy a home? You got people in the Bay Area, San Jose, San Francisco, they're making two hundred fifty k a year, but they can only pay their bills. They can't save money. <laughs> like it's freaking nuts dude it's gonna be a million before long it sounds like that's freaking terrible that's ridiculous that's just it's a testament to both how bad california is and how bad inflation is yes and fed the federal reserve is really fucking with that right now too like they're messing with the housing um the like housing mortgage rates and shit like yeah. that so all like interest rates people... about, our economy is about to tank i feel it i don't know about you guys the stock market's yeah. going all over the place lately, and in March they plan to raise the interest rates again, which means everything, all the fun of like having fun with the borrowing and all the money's from nowhere. That's about to stop. It's gonna get there under- is a, a good news about it, and I'm not gonna pull some like CNN bullshit like, oh, like inflation's a good thing because it causes higher wages. No, all <laughs> this shit that's happening though, it is letting you buy cryptocurrency on a discount. So True. like, uh, it's dipped by over 50% over the last couple months. So now's a good time to buy crypto. (laughs) Yeah, 100%, man. Real talk, real talk. So I wonder, and I'm I'm asking this because I'm sure the both of you know, with uh, housing costs rising like that, if your house is paid off, do you have to pay more taxes as the value of your property goes up? Your property tax goes up too, yeah. Um, But it goes up at a different rate because there's also depreciation involved, which is weird. Like you can count, I think, I want to say it's like 10 or 14% every year they consider your house depreciating in value. Okay. Even if it's going up in value, like just for it, like the, the foundation and the studs of it, like they're saying it's depreciating in value every year. But like, what's weird to me is though, like you still have it depreciating in value technically on a tax perspective, like when you're filing your taxes, but then when you go and you purchase a house, like you're, you're still buying a house like five years ago for 300 K and those people are still going out and selling it for 550 now. You know what I mean? Like the, it's just about the supply demand shit is really why the, um, the housing market is, uh, so crazy is cause it, there's not enough houses to actually keep up with the demand. Um, mostly because of the manipulated interest rates um, because they were so low. It's basically like, it's not the same thing as what happened in 2008 with the mortgage crisis, but it is manipulation that's close enough. Like keeping the interest rates so low intentionally mm-hmm. so that people buy houses and, and you know, jumpstart the economy, blah, 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 that bullshit. Like yep. um, 
all this is doing is the government's, you know, forcing its hand, not even the government, a private organization, the Federal Reserve is fucking with this shit. And uh, they're literally like going to tank the entire country's economy and ruin the entire housing market for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. People who bought houses for 500K this year, they're going to lose like 100,000 plus whenever that bubble bursts. Yeah, they and, are. And they're not going to be able to afford, like, afford it. They're going to be under for a long time. So, My house goes on the market Monday, so I'm I'm, oh I'm perfectly happy right now as long as it stays, as long as they don't fuck us for a couple more days. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, good luck, man. Hopefully you'll uh, have it sold within a week like most of the houses are. Seriously, thank you, and I, ho- I hope so too, man. I hope that it doesn't tank before that because I'm I'm scared honestly. I'm like watching things. I'm like I could it could be any day. I yeah. I mean I have a buddy who's just telling me that like interest rates are now up over four percent in some spots or something like that for housing and hmm. like you know I think it was like a just a month ago it was like down close to three. So, right. So it's already going uh, back to normal pretty much. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It's going to go up even more here, though, before it all finishes up. So. Yeah, it'll get difficult to buy a house all of a sudden. Hmm. Word, man. Well, I usually end this thing at 40 minutes. Braxton usually gets pissed about it, but you guys are welcome to stay on. What does your uh, night look like, Ben? Um, honestly, I'm probably going to DoorDash. I haven't eaten anything all day, so um, I've just had coffee. I've been surviving on coffee today. So I'm going to DoorDash some food to this hotel room, and then um, – I'm probably going to take a nap because there's a three hour time difference from coast to coast. So I'm a little bit tired, not really caught up on the, uh, the adjustment there. So. Hell yeah. Well, anything else you would like to plug before we release you? Um, I mean, I'll just plug the veterans caucus. I mean, I know like, you know, three of us are right here, but you know, I definitely think that, uh, um, you know, if you're a veteran, or you want to support the veteran movement in the LP, definitely, uh, you know, reach out to us, join our uh, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. And, uh, you know, 2020 is, 2022 is going to be a big year of growth for us. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a big party coming up and everyone's invited and it's going to be a good time. So. Hell yeah. Stole my plug. Right. <laughs> well, I was going to shout out some people in the caucus. Um, Harrison Kemp's running for governor in Maine, and uh, I just met him the other day, and he is really, 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 really intelligent, uh, a real hard charger. And um, if you want to keep up to date on his campaign, he does have a website, of course. Uh, check him out on Facebook. But uh, Harrison's really cool. Uh, Nick Sawall is running for uh, state representative in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Eric Parker and Tub. How do you pronounce Tub's last name, Will? Rohrbaugh? Rohrbaugh? Okay. Uh, Eric and Tub are both Army vets running for city council in uh, Jacksonville. Um, huge fan of what they're doing. There's actually three libertarians, and they're all running for city council in uh, different districts. So it's sort of like a free city project, and uh, that's really cool. I wonder why more libertarians don't organize and do that because uh, that's beautiful. Michael Lima running for city council of Hayward, California. And you got Travis Bull Johnson running for Congress out of Minnesota. So great job. Hell yeah. Good thinking. We need to get all their websites on here as well and make like a little train at the end for everybody. But uh, all right, fellas. Well, thank you guys for freaking being on. You guys are the best. Thanks for all you do for the Vet Caucus. And we will be back here, myself and Bootleg Libertarian, tomorrow night. Oh, actually, I will not be just Bootleg Libertarian tomorrow night, but you can catch it back here at 6 p.m. Central. But uh, Ben, have a good time not bombing. 
crashing the LPNH convention. Hope it goes well. Live free or die. Live free or die. Free or die. Yep. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Bye.